Welcome to the Empowered Introvert Podcast. This is the show to help introverts like you create amazing relationships, soul-satisfying work, and a life that you love on your introvert terms. I'm the host, Heidi Dandel-Weiland, certified life coach, Ayurvedic health counselor, yoga teacher, EFT practitioner, and fellow introvert. Hi, my beautiful introvert friend. Welcome to episode number 12, which is about using summer's energy to reach a goal, to make a change, to make a transformation in your life without needing to push yourself. And by staying in integrity with who you are as an introvert, as a gentle person, as a sensitive person, Summertime has finally hit here in Alaska. If you're watching on video, I have a hat on and I'm a little bit sunburned because I've been working outside on my computer most of the day and it's been amazing. My mom took me to Lowe's to get flowers, so I've got flowers ready to, to pot and it's finally feeling like that that ease, that ability to be outside and to do things to 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 take action to be doing exercise there's just this energy there that makes it easier so in today's episode we are going to lean heavily into concepts from ayurveda about the seasons and in particular about summer and how you can use the natural energy of the season to help you create transformation We'll also look at some of the pitfalls of summertime, some of the the common patterns that lead to exhaustion, especially as we um, get deeper and deeper into the season that can then exacerbate mental health conditions, burnout, all of the things that we would not choose for ourselves. And then I want to show you how it might look for you to work on a goal over the summer. And a goal, it might be something small that feels small, like changing your daily morning routine, or it might be something bigger, like going through a transition to to change jobs, to start a side hustle, to do something that feels like a big shift for you. Because it's so easy to get caught up in the fun and the energy of the summertime, but life still happens, right? The same challenges from spring and winter are probably still with us. Our same fears, our same dreams and desires. So it's really when you can learn how to marry both the summer energy and your work to create those things that you want, more of what you want, less of what you don't want, you can accomplish so much this season. So before we dive in, I want to just take a moment to share with you a special offer that I am doing for coaching in the summertime called Summer Integration Session. And it really is a special package that you can do for two months to focus down on a specific goal, a specific change in a way that works with your schedule, no matter if you're traveling, if you are camping and off the grid, 
Like your life, you, your goals, your dreams, they don't have to wait until the summer's over. And this integration session is a way for you to create a plan, create a system that feels right for you, that feels really good and helps you to end the summer feeling like you have accomplished something so deeply important to you so that you feel on track and energized for the rest of the year. You can learn more about that at my website, HeidiJandel.com forward slash summer. All right, with that, let us get to it. So summer, according to Ayurveda. So Ayurveda is, uh, is the traditional medicine from India, and we really pay attention to the natural cycles around us because we are part of nature and so those cycles also they we also experience them in multiple levels within ourselves so physically when we come into summer we can think about it as our our if we're fairly balanced our capacity our reserves our energy reserves increase summer is the element of fire so if you think about fire say imagine a like a campfire and there's a bunch of wood in there the fire start it it burns the substance of the wood and creates heat it transforms that is the basic action of fire and thus of the summertime energy transformation taking what you have whatever that is if it's whatever reserves you have whatever thoughts you have and helping you to transform them in a way that creates something useful for you and so physically this can look like having access to more energy going out and doing a lot of activities of projects at the house camping trips all of that here in alaska it is very clear difference how people behave in the summer versus the winter time and on an emotional and mental level fire represents the ability to discern if you think about light it brings light it brings clarity and so it can be and it also can like on a cognitive way can help to improve thinking clarify your thinking so when it comes to problem solving or self-reflection, when you're in a balanced state, this energy of summer can help you gain deeper insight. And insight not just to, to, to like be like, oh, hey, I, like, I had this amazing insight and I'm off in like la-la samadhi land, but insight on what to do, on actions to take, on how to like bring about the changes that you seek the natural progression of your evolution now it is an amazing time for transformation because of this when you channel this energy consciously however if you are somewhat unconscious with the way that you're using this energy or it becomes out of balance then it's easy to almost like blow out the energy and do too much you see this definitely here in alaska where people do the go 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 thing all summer we've got light until you know 
pretty much light all the time. And so you could stay up late. So then you stop resting. You can, you forget about that rest and digest mode that you really need to stay balanced. And as an introvert, where we have the, the need to recharge, to turn internally inwards, it can really kind of create this lack of balance where we're always trying to like push ourselves to do things externally. And so then we become disconnected and kind of out of sync with our natural rhythm. And this leads to, to anxiety, self-doubt, and the like. It can also lead to this excess fire in mental and emotionally. It can lead to an intensity, to a, a tendency to be very judgmental and like fiery and reactive in conversation or internally. If you more keep things to yourself, you can find yourself being very irritated with other people, especially if you're not getting your downtime and alone time. This just exacerbates the problem. When we take a step back to look at how we show up in summer and when we're not consciously cultivating the way that we show up, you can see that underlying it are often emotions like fear, like the fear of missing out. You hear it all of the time here, as soon as summer starts here in Alaska, people are talking about that is, you know, here's the, it was the, this is the second to last day of summer, right? There's all of these jokes about how it's almost over. Oh, pause real quick. The cat is meowing. Here she is for those on the video. See, there's lovely. I'm going to just put her over here and hope that she will... Stay quiet as we continue. So there's a sense of scarcity and fear of missing out. And so when that is behind, when that is a feeling that is kind of in the background, it affects the decisions that you make. And this is often why we tend to overdo our activities in the summertime is because of this fear in the back of our minds and this urgency we have we have to do this now so this leads to us not taking the time that we need for introspection for rest for really cultivating balance and so really when we pause and see this you know the question is first of all is that what you want is fear, scarcity, and urgency what you want determining your decision-making? Because if it's happening now in the summertime, it probably happens in other points of your life. And it leads to decisions that are not always, if ever, in alignment with you as a balanced, sensitive human being. So when we're talking about the transformative energy of summer, the first step to that is, is to really pause and see how you have been unconsciously following the energy already in your life. 
look at how other people are doing it around you. Notice how their behavior might have changed and how fear, scarcity, and urgency might be behind some of that. Like they have to say yes to the, the, the parties every weekend. They have to say yes to all of the family trips because it's now or never, right? And then there's this complaining that happens and the exhaustion and all, all of that. And sometimes like it's beautiful, it's worth it, right? But sometimes it is proves to be a disservice in it proves to be a disservice, right? And only you will know the answer to when that is happening. And there can be an opportunity cost of when you are not having the time for self-reflection that can then, and so instead you're going, you know, trying to go to the parties or maybe, you know, as an introvert, you're, you're doing something else rather than Matt, like socializing with tons of people, but you're still making choices in a way that is bringing you out of balance. And so you have less resources to deal with the ongoing life stuff that never stops, right? Like if, if life is challenging, if your work feels challenging in the springtime, in the summertime, you kind of check out, comes the fall time, you're right back into it. Same problem, nothing has evolved. And yet summer, is the time has to evolve. It has such a great capacity for you to create transformation. And that's what I wanna encourage you to consider this summer, right? How do you wanna end your summer? Do you wanna end it in that pattern of burnout, exhaustion, and like, oh, here I am with less resources to deal with all the BS? Or do you want to end it feeling grounded and quietly energized in your way and on track with your life dreams? Yes, I'm with the second one. <clears throat> so how do you do this? So let's imagine a, an example of say that we're talking about Ayurveda here. So let's say that you want to really integrate an Ayurvedic lifestyle into your life. So these are daily rhythms, energy and eating that syncs with the seasons, and really this uh, like a greater spiritual connection with the rhythms of nature. Maybe it includes practices like meditation and yoga, you know, whatever you are looking for there. <clears throat> So the first thing is to just make the decision what you are working on is worth that. It's like, okay, I'm prioritizing my own healing and growth this summer. You know, it's okay for me to prioritize my own healing and growth, right? Summer is the perfect time for me to pursue my Ayurvedic lifestyle or insert whatever your goal is there. Like now is the perfect time. I have everything I need. And then notice how that feels. To me, that feels grounded. To me, I hear inspiration in those, in those words, motivation, commitment, 
And I, I hear love, love for yourself. I'm prioritizing my own healing and, and growth. There is love in that. So then from that place, from this commitment and love, then sit down and make a plan. Now, if you're doing my summer integration session, we do this together. So your plan, it is determining, outlining what your goal is. And it doesn't have to be like, I will like every day wake up and have the perfect Ayurvedic plan and eat perfectly. No, <laughs> no. It's like, it might be something like I am loving living my Ayurvedic lifestyle, right? I mean, you can go either way, depending on what, you know, how your brain works from my approach, right? We're doing this like gentle, more intuitive approach, but make your plan, like make your, sorry, decide your goal and then decide how you're going to implement it. So typically when we think about goals, we're like, we're like, oh, I'm going to make a to-do list and I'm going to do them every day and check them off or get an app and, you know, it's going to give me reminders and that stuff is fantastic, but it doesn't work for all of us. So you know you and if you look back on what has been successful for you in the past. Maybe it was scheduling, you know, every morning from six to seven, your Ayurvedic lifestyle tasks <laughs> or process, right? Your meditation, your yoga, and then doing a strict meal plan of like planning a week ahead. But maybe you're a more intuitive person and you see that, oh, actually, I'm going to wake up and then ask myself what I need every morning, right? Or the night before I go to bed, I'm going to sit quietly and think about what's going to be most nourishing for me tomorrow and plan my meals that way. Maybe you do piggybacking where you say, like, say you already have a, a morning jogging routine and so then you choose one of your practices that you want to piggyback on it. So after jogging, I will meditate, you know, starting at one minute and then move up, increase that. Maybe it is creating a new rhythm, like the lunchtime rhythm, instead of having your your lunchtime of being like going out and, and and like frantically doing errands and eating in your car your new rhythm is to still go out into your car but bring your lunch there go sit by a lake meditate and eat and then go back to work so <clears throat> really ahead of time thinking about what this might look like or if you're an intuitive person creating these moments of of check-ins where you determine along the way whether that's every morning every week you're like okay what do i need this week <clears throat> so it's balancing a bit of structure and reflection with decision making knowing that sometimes the more decisions you make ahead of time the easier it is to follow through when you get there if that works for you then you're gonna to wanna to designate your resources. So resources are things like time, that's the schedule and the, the rhythms, money, you know, what will you need to buy, like what materials will you need, 
location where like what space do you need if you're doing meditation bringing that as a practice like where will you be doing your meditation your support team who do you need to support you do you need to tell tell your family tell your friends work with a, a yoga teacher work with a coach like figure out who you need to inform and call in to help support you to be successful and then be sure to think about what you're going to do when you fail, when you don't follow through, because that's going to happen. So you might as well plan it in, right? <clears throat> and I typically, with this, we have a, an evaluation process that I use with my clients so that you turn these failures into learning. Because when, like, no matter what you do or don't do, you're gathering data. And all you have to do is pause, reflect, and figure out one thing to do differently. Just one thing, and then try again. Gather more data, reflect, try again. So that's your plan. And then the next step or steps is to follow through, to actually implement. And I recommend taking super baby steps, like 1% little movements forward, make it really easy for yourself. So yeah, you go jogging and then you meditate for one minute and do that for the first week. And that's amazing. And then the next week, maybe you do three minutes and then the next week, five, so on and so forth. And then you get to 10 minutes and then you pull in a new practice and you add that in. So you build success, that makes you feel good, it makes you feel confident, and then you pull in the next thing, the next thing. And along the way, every day you celebrate, you like are proud of yourself when you don't follow through and you remember, you're like, oh crap, I missed that. You celebrate yourself. You really honor yourself for even remembering because that is what is going to help you continue forward. And then, like I said, evaluate your fails and repeat. Just keep moving forward until you are living your goal. It's really quite organic and not that hard. Things are going to come up along the way. That's why, of course, it's great to have someone like me as a coach to help you through that so that they don't turn into stopping points. I've worked with goals a lot. For some people, the type A, create your checklist and like blast through things and like feel your emotions and like all of that really works really well. But I find for sensitive folks, especially introverts who can tend to have more anxiety and self-doubt, that it's important to make this process gentle and to Give yourself space to pull back in and just like be you for a little bit. Maybe just check out from your goals if you feel like you're pushing too much and then come back to it. Knowing that right now with the summer energy, you have this natural, it's like the river is flowing at a really pretty fast speed. So you can get out for a little bit and just like hang out on the side and then take a breath and then dive right back in and you're going to be going 
nice and fast in getting to where you want to so that summer like really becomes this amazing transformative time where you you grow and you use it in a way that is just like so deeply connected to the potential that is in the energy of summer all right my friend i would love to hear your thoughts i would love to hear what you are working on this summer and if you want support with that please reach out check out my coaching integration session it is um, on my website again heidijandel.com forward slash summer and it's only available to start in june so right now folks all right thank you so much for tuning in take care and i will see you next time hi beautiful introvert If you found this podcast valuable, I'd be so grateful if you'd subscribe and leave a review. The small gesture helps the podcast be more visible and gets it into the hands of the folks that can use it most. It also contributes to the mission of empowering more introverts like you. So you can leave a review at Podchaser, which is the directory for podcasts, or wherever you're listening to this episode. Thank you so much.